Okay, everyone, this is day 19 of the fast, and it's October 14, 2020. Just wanted to take a sidestep and say thank you guys for joining me um, for 19 days now, just praying and fasting for our nation, praying and fasting for God's will to be done. And um, I'm trusting that you are finding that sweet time with the Lord and He's revealing things to you. Um, just wanted to let you know that I don't, I have a few things that I do follow and repost and reshare and um, most of it uh, is from the intercessors for America. I use that one a lot. Um, I'm also using a United uh, America guide and mostly just trying to follow the Holy Spirit. This one um, is is very lengthy so you might just want to kind of find a place to listen um, but this one I thought is very important for us to hear about this. Um, so I called this the report, manna, and the crow. And I'm just going to jump right into what this, this one is about. <clears throat> it says, Father, help us to maintain justice and do what is right in your eyes. Isaiah 56.1 As a nation, we are marching toward a promised land. Journey into the promise of Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and heal their land. We have begun to see humble, we have begun to humble ourselves and seek his face. And I believe God is healing our land. The battle has been fierce. It's been long. And most days it feels like it's just not going to end. Some days it feels like one step forward, two steps back, yet we continue to march in unity, standing in faith, declaring the word of God over our nation, taking our nation back one step at a time. That's what we're doing. I hear more and more reports of intercessors growing weary from the fight. That should not come from, that should not be a surprise. It's the enemy's job to attempt to worry the saints. How then do we remain strong and diligent in this journey? How do we maintain enough strength to not only keep marching in faith, but also to enter into our promised land with a shout on our lips and a dance on our step? There's three things. Believe the report of the Lord. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephaniah, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we pass, though, to spy out is an exceedingly good land, If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into the land and give it to us, a land which is full of milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor for the people of the land, for they are are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Numbers 14, 6, 9. We are all familiar with the story. The children of Israel were marching down their promised land on one which God told them to possess. Moses sent out the ten spies into the land to see what kind of land it was and what they were up against. When they saw the giants, their first thought was to return to Egypt to place a bondage. Except for the two spies, only two believed the report of the Lord. The Bible says that these two had a different spirit. If we are to arrive at our destination, which is the fulfillment of 2 Chronicles 7.14, we must believe the report of the Lord. Guys, we cannot believe the news media. We cannot rely on social media. 
And most times we can't even take heed to words from friends and family. We must only believe what God has said about the situation. He said, if you humble yourself, seek my face and turn to me, I will heal your land. Heal your land. We must rest assured that he is a faithful God. We have humbled ourselves. There are more people praying today than ever before. And it is certain God will, will fulfill his promise and heal our land. The word of God tells us to call those things that are not as though they already are. We must begin to declare that God has healed our land. Righteousness is prevailing. God has fulfilled all his promises to our nation. Two, don't waste your energy on the crows. The only bird that dares to peck an eagle is the crow. He sits on his back and bites his neck. However, that eagle, he doesn't respond. He doesn't waste his time or energy fighting with that crow. He has a better plan. We have a better plan. God has a better plan. He simply opens up his wings, begins to rise higher and higher. The higher he goes, the harder it is for the crow to breathe. Eventually, the crow falls off, falls off due to the lack of oxygen. So don't waste your time or your strength trying to fight off the crow. Media. Simply rise higher than God, higher in God. Jesus said to John in the book of Revelation, Come up here. Revelations 4.1 Isaiah 61 says, Arise and shine. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even though the youth shall, even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 28, 31. Crows are those negative people who believe the report of the world, the news media, and the social media. They are the ones who want to jump on your back and bite you. Their plan is to destroy those who are eagles at any cost. If they can't destroy you, they'll do everything in their power to pester you night and day. They are after your peace. Don't let them have it. And don't waste your time with them. They'll zap your energy. Simply continue to rise in God. Keep rising higher and higher, knowing the crows cannot go where you are going. They will fall away as you rise upward. Something I found interesting about crows and eagles is this. There are estimated 31 million crows in the United States. According to FWSGov, there are only 9,789 pairs of nesting eagles in the United States. The crows far outweigh the eagles in numbers, yet the eagles rise to places the crows cannot attain. So should we. Another tidbit about a crow is they like to do this thing called mobbing. They get, they get together and they attack their enemies in groups. Sound familiar? But no matter how many crows gather and attack, as the eagle soars higher, they fall away. Number three, daily nana. In the season 
We must think about God's provision of manna as the Israelites journeyed to their promised land. God rained down manna every day for the nourishment and the strength. And then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them wherever they walk in my law or not. Exodus 14.4 and 16.4 This daily provision came with strict instructions. They can only gather enough for each member of their family, no more and no less. They also had to gather manna each, each and every day, except for Sabbath. It was daily manna. I hear God telling us the same thing on this journey, this 40-day fast and beyond, and to the fulfillment of our promise for our nation, daily manna is required. This manna from heaven would give the children of Israel all the strength and energy needed to continue pressing toward their promised land. Of course, it's not something to be rained down from heaven. It's something we already have access to but we have to partake of it every day. We cannot and we will not be strengthened by yesterday's manna. We need fresh manna to continue to march toward our promises. What is this manna? So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but... Man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Deuteronomy 8.3 It's the word of God. It's the living God. This is our bread that comes down from heaven. Not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. John 6.58 It's Jesus. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning. It is both as one. My friends, we are in such a glorious time. Still to complete the journey, we must have daily manna. Yesterday's manna was great and we can thank God for it, but we need fresh manna for today. We need a fresh word to strengthen and refresh us each and every day. And I'm not talking about a prophetic word from someone else, no. I'm talking about the Word of God that never fails, the Word of God, and we all have access to it. But are we partaking of it? There are wells of living water just waiting on you. There is fresh manna right in your hands. Will you partake of it? Yesterday's manna will not do. We have to have fresh manna every single day. Yes, we are marching into our destination of a healed land a prosperous, righteous nation of that I am fully persuaded. Let's maintain our strength for the journey by applying these three things. And this was by Kim Potter, a writer and the founder of A New Thing Ministries. Thank you guys for listening to this one. I know it was a long one, but I think it was just a really needed one for us to understand that We have to believe the report of what the Lord is telling us and that we cannot waste our energy on the crows that are pecking the life out of us and that we need the daily manna, which is the word of God. So just immense yourself in his word. Encourage yourself to um, just to believe the report of the Lord. So you guys have a great day. Day 20, we are halfway 
uh, finish with this fast of uh, 40 days. Tomorrow's day 20 or day 20 is coming up soon. Um, and I, I hope that the Lord is revealing great and mighty things to you and he wants to use you in a mighty way. So thank you again, guys. Have a great day. Thank you.